Hello, hello, and welcome back to Infoscape. I hope y'all are good and taking care of yourselves because it has been an interesting few days. Uh, just look at some of the headlines from this week. Yikes. By the way, happy Olympics. I always love the Olympic Games because you get like your culture, you get your sports, you get your good old fashioned country pride. I mean, it's it's a it's an amazing event every four years. It really is. I'm a summer Olympics person, but no slight to the winter Olympics because I hear those are pretty awesome, too. Anyway, uh, today's episode is going to focus on the updates to Biden's infrastructure plan with some climate change and vaccine talk at the end, uh, time permitting. By the way, I hope you all enjoyed the weekly check in episode. It's a different style of episode that I'm trying out. Just um, some major headlines, you know, spanning across all genres, for lack of a better term, um, linked to the actual episode. And it's not really like a real information session, just, uh, you know, some FYI points to um, keep in the back of your mind as you transition into the next week. So with all of that being said, let's jump in. So before we get to the actual info part of this episode, I would just like to point out that Infoscape is almost one years old. I recorded my first episode August 13th, 2020, and it is now July 24th, 2021. So we're almost getting there. By the way, this is our 24th episode, like just across the board, which is really, really, really crazy to me. Honestly, I'm, I'm happy that it's lasted this far. This is, I, I'm, I'm a type of person that starts a lot of projects, but this one, this one is my absolute favorite out of all of the projects I have started. So I'm going to stop blabbering and we're going to get to the meat of what we're going to talk about today. So if you are behind or not behind, that's the wrong word. If you are not as up to date as you think you should be, based on your own metrics, when it comes to infrastructure talk, do not worry. Um, I, I don't blame you at all. It, it's a lot. It's a lot, especially if you're keeping track by, you know, reading articles or maybe watching a newscast. I mean, it's, it, it can get really talking in circle-ish. And I'm trying to, trying to alleviate that here. Um, you can look up some stuff right now. Um, if you go to Google and you type in infrastructure this week or something of that nature and you click on news, you should be able to see a nice amount of articles that are give you like really good um, headlines and overviews in terms of what happened this week in the realm of infrastructure. I don't know, depending on what country you're in, it might not give you the United States. You might have to specify that in your search. Or you can go back, pause this, and listen to episodes 10 and 12. I give a nice amount of overview on the original Biden plan. Um, so on Wednesday, 
Meaning July 21st, Senate Republicans vetoed a potential debate on the new bipartisan infrastructure deal. Bipartisan meaning it was created with a group of senators along with President Biden. I believe it was 11 Democrats and 11 Republicans. I will check that in a second, but I believe that was the ratio. Um, so as I as I may have touched before, this is a new version of the infrastructure plan. So it's not exactly what we outlined before on this podcast. The bill was blocked 51 to 49 as it is now. So it fell short of the 60 votes that are required to pass. Now, this failure is not indefinite. A debate can still be conducted early next week. And based on the sources that I use to craft this episode, they are looking to debate it either Monday or Tuesday, meaning early next week. So Republicans are citing some unresolved issues that need to be ironed out that will get to one major problem in just a moment. So the newest version is about $1 trillion spent over five years. It entails $579 billion in roads, broadband internet, and other public works projects. And this is just phase one, by the way, but there is a $3.5 trillion measure from the Democratic side of the aisle that is supposed to go live um, in August sometimes. When I say go live, it's it's not going to automatically pass. They have to go through this entire voting process again, but it should be introduced around August. This measure will only need 51 votes. So I do not have the current specs on this project, but I suspect it will be all the initiatives that got cut from phase one. So according to AP News, Biden needs to make sure that he can show that he can bring together both sides of the aisle, as he promised in his campaign. So far, he has done a decent job. He was able to get 11 Democrats and 11 Republicans to agree on something. And if you're not a big politics person, you might not understand how big of a deal that is, especially in American politics. But trust me, it is a gigantic deal. So back to some of the modifications. The big total was going to be two trillion, but I'm reading now that it's four trillion. Now, you could ask yourself, why so much? As we addressed, I believe, in episode 10, uh, this is not just for physical infrastructure, you know, as roads, bridges, etc. It's for institutions as well, such as childcare, education, and Medicare for seniors. And it's a lot to take in. It, it really is, especially because the country is in a pretty fragile spot right now. But nothing is set in stone. Both parties have shown great intent to make sure that this process is done right and with the utmost amount of integrity because a bad rushed bill worth this much money is the last thing that we need. So the big question and the the point of contention from what I'm I'm reading is uh, how will all this be paid for? Because money got to come from somewhere. That's one of the first things you learn as studying economics. By the way, if you are an aspiring college student or you're getting your master's degree or PhD and you're trying to figure out what you want to study, economics, highly recommend. I'm not just saying that because I'm an econ major. I'm saying it as a impartial third party. It is an amazing area of study that can take you literally anywhere. Think about it. So Biden wants to make 
his payments for these proposals by raising taxes on corporations and individuals that make more than $400,000 a year. Now, this is where some senators are like, no. They they have um but they have proposed some compromises, which is, you know, which is great. You know, if you don't like something, if you don't propose alternatives, you're just complaining at that point. So there have been some very valuable alternatives thrown out there, such as raising federal gas taxes. But the most likely thing to happen is rolling back some pharmaceutical rebates that could clear about $170 billion. And unspent COVID-19 aid is also a source of help for healthcare providers and healthcare workers because they have truly kept up, kept us afloat um, in this pandemic, as well as grocery store workers and retail workers as well. Shout out to y'all. Thank y'all so much for the work y'all do each and every day. But there is also a tiff over public transit funds, which typically goes 80% to highways and 20% for actual transit. But there is a fear that this ratio can be thrown off if this proposal is accepted as is. And this is just me talking now. I, I really think that that's why it failed, because that ratio needs to stay where it is. I'm trying to get some more answers myself as to why. But from based on all the readings that I've done on this, um, that ratio is pretty set in, stone, set in stone, excuse me, and it needs to be. In the end, as with everything, um, not everything, but most things, in politics. It comes down to both sides sitting down and fleshing out the gritty details. And um, it needs to happen sooner rather than later. But like I said, uh, both sides of the aisle have shown great intent to make sure that this is handled the right way. And honestly, call me an optimist, but I think they can get it done. I really do. Let's take a short break. So that is going to be it for infrastructure for now. We'll definitely keep revisiting this topic as it progresses. Um, I think we're going to save the climate change issues for next episode. I don't want to overload y'all. But what I will do is I will touch on the COVID vaccine. Um, just, just hear me out here. It's really sad to think that we are slowly reverting back to the way things were. Um, I understand vaccine apprehension. I do. But don't just be scared. Do the work. Use your mind. Don't let social media make your health decisions for you and your family. That's why I started this podcast. I know I say this on most episodes, but I wanted to... Find a way to use my voice to encourage people to think for themselves and to get real about where their information is coming from. Your body is yours. Yes, I agree 100%. But fear is not healthy for anyone. 
the lack of vaccinations in the U.S., excuse me, the lack of individuals that are fully vaccinated in the U.S. is hurting us. People are dying, y'all. We are, we are fortunate to have vaccines in the first place. And you know, it's really heartbreaking. I was watching, it's, it wasn't a documentary, but it was, it was a little bit of a video clip and it was a doctor talking about how, you know, he was treating individuals that have come down with the Delta variant of COVID-19. And one of the first things they asked for was a dose of the vaccine. By then, y'all, it's too late. It's too late. One thing that makes us different from other species is the sense of community that we innately carry. We can sympathize, we can find community, we can find love with almost anything. We can look at a stranger and say, that's my brother, that's my sister, that's my family. Do your community a favor and revisit your decision to not get vaccinated if you are currently not vaccinated. And if you are, thank you. Thank you. But continue to take precautions. Take precautions because breakthrough cases do happen. They do. So as much as I hate to admit it, you know, the vaccine is our best shot for a way forward. But for right now, we're still going to have to max mask up six feet. Make sure you're keeping your hands clean, not touching your eyes. All of those basic procedures that were you know, preach to us early 2020, we're going back to those because vaccination numbers should not be this low for the amount of resources we have available to us here in the United States. So if you are still scared about the COVID-19 vaccine, you don't believe in it, don't believe COVID is real. I, I'm not here to debate all the different personal beliefs and personal reasons that you may have for being unvaccinated. But what I will leave you with is this. Confront your fears with facts. Do the work. Do the work. Don't take us further back. Thank you all for tuning in. Be well, as always, and do something for yourself today. You deserve it. Peace.